This is the Colts Free Agent Tracker, a look at some key in-house free agents this offseason. In the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hello again. Welcome back to the Free Agent Tracker podcast, our series here on Colts.com and the Colts mobile app, Colts Audio Network. This is our off-season look at some in-house free agents for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm Matt Taylor in NFL Free Agency. Right now, it's less than a month away. It all starts on Wednesday, March 15th, and the Colts have 17 players that are set to become free agents, either restricted or unrestricted, unless they're re-signed by the Colts first. And so far on this Tracker series, we've examined Ashton Doolin, Bobby O'Karake, Dennis Kelly, Matt Pryor, and Tyquan Lewis later this week. We're going to talk all about Paris Campbell as he hits free agency for the first time in his career. But today we're talking about defensive end Ben Banigou with Casey Vallier and J.J. Stangovitz. And one of the things we have to factor in now, fellas, the Colts have a new head coach. Yes. It's Shane Steichen, so he gets to look at all of the Colts' in-house free agents. He gets to go over uh, these guys and give his opinions to Chris Ballard when making some of these decisions on the Colts free agents going into mid-March. That is that is a good point. I mean, that is one of the things when you think about these guys, they have experience here, but the guy who's running things has, you know, little experience with a handful of these guys, and Ben Banigou is definitely under that umbrella. Yeah, no question about it. So let's get into it. Uh, let's break down Ben Banigou, 2019 second-round pick out of TCU. The profile on him last year played in 16 games. 10 tackles, primarily a, a rotational piece at the defensive end position. Played less than 10 snaps on defense, though, last year in 13 games. Played a season-high 34 snaps against Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football. All told, Banagoose played in 50 career games in four years, two and a half sacks, but no sacks since his rookie season, J.J., and since 2020, Ben Banagoose has been inactive for 16 games, meaning he did not dress for those games so we'll start with JJ why has it been tough for Banigou to find a a consistent defensive role since his rookie season I think the the consistency part of it go you know is is kind of the starting point here where he's a guy who you know he has a lot of athletic traits but we just haven't consistently seen him translate those into on-field production and you know impactful pass rushes impactful plays against the run you know you look at his rookie year, I think, you know, probably was a little bit encouraging back in 2019, some of the stats he put up, but it just, it is not carried over. And, uh, you know, only two pressures in 2022, according to pro football focus, um, it's just, it, it, it just hasn't worked out. And for some guys, that's the reality of it. I think one thing that Ben did a good job of in 2022 was you know committing himself to special teams you know a little bit more than he had in the past he played 232 snaps on teams and that's kind of where you saw him make more of an impact last year it's one of those things where it all has to translate on Sundays and we uh, we saw you know throughout training camp the last couple years he showed flashes but it seemed like he wasn't able to just stay at that high level so he just kind of fell in the depth chart if you're not one of those you know those starting four and that you know in that top six it's right. going to be tough to kind of break it in and find that consistent rotation and I think that's where he fell but I, I agree with JJ he did kind of make 
a little bit of a name for himself on special teams, being a veteran, a guy that Bubba Ventrone could kind of count on in a special teams thing. But as far as, you know, that defensive end that you drafted in the second round, he never really lived up to those expectations. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point because, I mean, if you go back to the, you know, the roster construction and, and where Banigou has landed on the depth chart since his rookie season, if you go back to picked up in April, but right before that in March of 2019, Colts picked up Justin Houston. They acquired him basically in free agency that year after he was uh, released by the Kansas City Chiefs. Colts traded for Unique Ngakwe back in March, and we know how that ended up being in terms of Ngakwe coming in right away and, and being plugged back into the Gus Bradley defense and being the starter at one of those defensive end positions. Uh, Casey, I mean, kind of a roadblock, if you will, for Banigou in terms of playing time and development and seeing the field on a more consistent basis because there has there have been veteran acquisitions made by this team at defensive end since his rookie campaign. And that's one of the things that I think we discussed on the Taekwon Lewis podcast we had, you know, a, a week ago. You got you, you love depth. You like having as many guys as you can on that position, but you also have your core group of guys that you can rely on and count on to be out there. And Ben has just kind of been on the outside looking in. And part of it is when you bring in guys like Justin Houston, Yannick Ngakwe, Danico Autry, guys that are kind of established to go along with DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart, and then you draft a guy like Quiddy Pay and Daiwa Dangbo. Those are guys that you, you put high priority on those guys, so they're going to get their play. You kind of have to find a way to get into the mix, and I think that's where he's just kind of been on the outside looking in. Yeah, he's falling short you know, on he's that. He's just not been able to consistently prove and show that he deserves to be in that core group. No question about it. And, and, and J.J., if you go back to training camp last year, I remember talking to Ben. We had him, we sat him down with one of our player interviews following practice one day at, at Westfield. He talked openly about being excited to play in Gus Bradley's scheme compared to Matt Eberflus's defense. Now, he didn't say anything disparaging about the Eberflus scheme, but he felt more free. He felt like he you know, be himself and his traits could shine more a little bit in the Gus Bradley scheme. Um, and he made his plays. He made his fair share of plays in the preseason last year. He was shining during training camp. But yet again, it just didn't come to fruition with him him being a a mainstay, consistent piece rotational-wise along that defensive line. If he does get one more offseason, if he does get one more season in the Gus Bradley defense, do you think that will make a big difference for Ben? It, it could. You know, that wide nine, um, you know, that the Colts play – uh, under Gus Bradley, you know, maybe fits Ben Banigou's skill set well just because he, he can be more of a speed rusher on the edge. But, um, you know, it, it really comes down to can we see that consistency out of Ben Banigou that, you know, he, he hasn't been able to muster over the last four years. And it's not that he hasn't worked at it. Ben has worked at it very hard. But uh, it just it hasn't shown up on the field yet for him. And, you know, we hope it does, certainly. And it would be great if it showed up here or, you know, or somewhere else. But, um, this is a pivotal time in Ben Banigou's NFL career. I mean, he's been in right. the league for four years. He's becoming a free agent. He has not had a whole lot of production. Um, I'm sure there are other teams out there that had a high grade on him coming out of the 2019 draft that might take a flyer on him in training camp. But, um, you know, this is big. Ben Banigou is really not guaranteed a spot in the NFL in 2023, wherever he w- he winds up. Yeah, no question about it. And also, too, J.J., if you look at the rotational pieces that the Colts have right now, and I know Unique Ngakwe is a free agent. We'll talk more about him in detail in the coming weeks. Not knowing 
Ngakwe's future, though. What does the defensive line rotation look like right now on paper, and should Banigou fit into that somewhere? Yeah, it's it's a really good question because, you know, kind of resetting where the Colts are at. I think you probably look at right now Pay and Dio Dangbo as your two starting defensive ends with Quiddy. You know, again, this is all kind of fluid of, you know, if Gus Bradley is coming back or not. We haven't got any confirmation on that as of recording. Mm-hmm. But with Quiddy kind of lining up on the right side and then Dio maybe on the left side. Now, if Unique Ngakwe comes back, then Dio probably slides more into that Taekwon Lewis role where he can kick inside a little bit. I think you probably prefer him in that role where he can be that versatile guy who, you know, maybe he's not a starter, but he gets starter-level snaps just because he can rotate in to defensive tackle. Um, you know, other guys who are, are on the roster, uh, not a lot of proven guys. Khalid Kareem and Rashad Berry were both waiver-wire pickups during last season. Mm-hmm. Cameron Klein has been around on the practice squad for a little bit. He got elevated to the active roster later in the season. Um, and then Tyquan Lewis, another free agent, um, you know who we're talking we're talking about here on these free agency trackers. So, going to be a really interesting offseason at defensive end because that obviously is a position that Chris Ballard values highly. Uh, he always still wants to build through the lines. Colts are set at defensive tackle with their two starters there, but what does the D end rotation look like? That's a really interesting question as we kind of go into the offseason here. You know, Casey, we talked a couple weeks ago about Tyquan Lewis and also factored in once Tyquan went down, the playing time for Dio Dangbo really skyrocketed primarily as an interior defensive player. Uh-huh. But as J.J. just alluded to, he's exactly right. I mean, right now if you had to play a game in – mid-March, which the Colts don't, but hypothetically if they did, he's exactly... great exa- if they would. He's I kind exa- of miss football already. <laughs> <laughs> well, got the XFL, I suppose. Right, that's true. Um, to, Let's go, uh, Battlehawks. <laughs> <laughs> this version of football, you know, 3.0 in the XFL. But point is, if you played a game now, Dio Dangbo's probably a defensive end, so not only is, is his emergence affecting Taekwon Lewis, but it's also affecting guys like Ben Banigou, too. 100%. I mean, that that is, and that's one of those things that I think as we look at, I know this is, we're, we're really focused on Ben Banigou, but it brings up Dio Dangbo. I think that's one of the things that this staff probably wants to find out. Like, is he going to be throughout his tenure here and kind of where he makes his mark as that versatile guy that can slide inside or out? Or can we just focus on one spot? And that is definitely something that, you know, there's probably going to be those questions as we head into 2023 is where is Dio? What is he? Is he a defensive end? Is he a defensive tackle? Or do you just continue to use him kind of as a bit of a Swiss Army knife kind of playing inside and out? Yeah, for sure. So a lot of moving pieces here. Ben Banigou, Taekwon Lewis, Yannick Ngakwe, all free agents for the Colts along that defensive line. We've talked about Banigou. We've talked about Lewis and Ngakwe in a couple weeks uh, heading into March 15th, the first day of free agency in the National Football League. That's Casey Valier, J.J. Stankovitz on the Free Agent Tracker podcast breaking down Banigou. The combine is next week, fellas. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Are uh, you ready? Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I am because because I'm to that point now where, as we've talked about, that the NFL offseason is kind of a joke because there really is no offseason, and that is how it shows you. I mean, we especially got now next week, here we go with, the, with yeah. the Super Bowl being pushed back a week yeah. with 17 games in the regular season. The combine has stayed put in terms of its place on the calendar. It, it makes for a very short offseason for everybody. JJ, what what are you most uh, eager to see and hear at the combine when it comes to the Colts? I know a lot's going to happen maybe before or between now and then yeah. in terms of the staff and news trickling out, but 
when when you hear publicly again from Shane Steichen the next time, what do you want to hear? Yeah, I probably want to hear just what direction he he's going offensively with his coaching staff. Um, you right. know, offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. Does Reggie Wayne stay on the staff? Um, you know, just some questions to be answered there. But I mean, look, the talk of the NFL Combine guys is going to be: Will the Colts trade up to number one with the Chicago Bears? That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I have. I, I've been on Chicago radio like five or six times already <laughs> being asked, are they going to do it? I'm like, ah, it's it's yeah. a little bit early, but early. eventually it's not going to be a little bit early for that right. discussion to happen. Yeah, so, the combine is, yeah, it's not so early anymore once right. we get to the combine. So uh, that that's where I feel like I'm not ready because I'm like, I'm so locked into the Shane Steichen, you know, figuring out who he can be as a head coach and all that. And then I was like, oh my God. The Colts have to figure out who their quarterback is going to be, and that's going to start in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, not even two weeks, a week. Yeah. So uh, I, I I need to lock into that. Uh, I'm going to take this weekend here probably to reset a little bit. But that's happening fast. It's all happening. And then and then the combine ends, and then free agency starts two like weeks a week later. later. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it all happens real fast here yeah. in the NFL. I know. It's like it all coincides with college basketball winding down a little bit, right? Once right. we get into conference tournaments and then the first weekend of the NCAA tournament, that's when the NFL heats back up again with free agency. It all seems to happen at once, and here we are in you know mid to late February trending towards all of that, so it's going to be news overflow and a lot of speculation and a lot of business of football, which people love this time of year, so we are here for. That is the Free Agent Tracker podcast installment this time focusing on Ben Banigou. And again, J.J. Stangovitz and Casey Valier, Paris Campbell in his Free Agent Tracker podcast. That comes up later on this week. He's fresh off his best season in the NFL, played a full 17-game schedule, and really had his best and most productive season to date. So we'll get into his profile and what it means, big picture for Paris, possibly coming back in the near future. Again, for J.J. and Casey, I'm Matt Taylor. We'll talk to you later this week on the Free Agent Tracker podcast here on Colts.com and the Colts Audio Network.